Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. And we're out in the woods basement system storm runner this morning tracking the precipitation. We'll let you know how things are looking out on the roads. Jury selection begins for the man charged in the crash that cost Janae Edmondson her legs. We preview what's ahead for the trial. Apocalypse. I mean, I've been in combat and this looked just like it. Just everywhere you go, it's it's pretty much destruction. You look at, look at this, firefighters, they're in Texas, desperately working to contain and extinguish now the largest wildfire in the state's history. We show you the destruction of this deadly fire called the Smokehouse Creek Fire. Welcome back, everybody. It is Friday, March 1st, and you are watching the power of two at 6 a.m. I'm John Pertzborn. I'm Blair Lede. Thank you so much for waking up with us. We're going to start with a live look at our roof camera. Things are looking much calmer now. Going to get a check of the forecast with meteorologist Angela Huddy on the Lakeside Renovation and Design Weather Deck. Yeah, Angela, March coming in like a lion. Uh, I'd say maybe like an angry lamb. This is not a major snow system or even a rain snow system for the St. Louis area, thankfully headed towards a Friday morning commute. But it is a little bit more than a hiccup, creating some wet roadways for us all across the St. Louis area as we head out to work and school. Metro St. Louis, things are tapering off here on the Lakeside Renovation and Design Weather Deck. We have a very light flurry coming down right now, just enough to create a few snowflakes that are catching on our grill cover out here on the weather deck. But otherwise, things are just wet. The steadier light but steadier precip is pulling away to the north and to the northeast. But if you've got one of those early morning buses, especially between now and about 7.30, still expect some spots of rain or some spot snow flurries to be around. Roadways, again, will just be wet. By this afternoon, that bus ride home be a little more comfortable. Temperatures are going to be close to 50 degrees. And finally, by this afternoon, we'll start to see a little clearing to our skies. It is going to be a warmer spring-like weekend as we head into March. We'll We'll talk about how warm those temperatures get coming up in just a bit. But right now we want to get out to the woods basement system storm runner. And that's where we find meteorologist Jamie Travers. She was out in a little one of those bursts of snow earlier. Yes. What are you seeing right now? You know, Angela, not a whole lot going on right now where we are. We're in Glen Carbon, so we kind of follow the band of snow over to the east side of the river. We're checking out some of those side roads. The highways are okay. They're wet, but we did pull off the highway for a little quick uh, pit stop here. And we're on Troy Road, I believe. So roads are wet. Give yourself a little extra time to get to where you need to be. Precipitation, yes. We're still using our windshield wipers a little bit right now, though. Seems to be more in the form of 
liquid here in Glen Carbon. Road temperatures above freezing, so we haven't seen anything even close to a slick spot this morning due to wintery precipitation. The air temperature is right around a little bit above 32 degrees. It's been in the 32, 33 degree range. So uh, we did see some of those bursts of snow earlier. We had one at Mid Rivers Mall over in St. Peter's. We saw one on Highway 64 more in the O'Fallon area. So we have had a few of those bursts of snow. So it's been hard. Okay, to guys. Well, up. let me tell you where the wet roadways are causing issues. So just before over in St. Charles County, I showed you that two mile backup on 70 West between 94 and Cave Springs Road. This is the overpass at Cave Springs, and this is a stalled vehicle blocking that left-hand uh, center lane. So this is why we're seeing that three-mile stretch of slowdown right now. A look at 94. So this is where things are building in our westbound direction, where that stalled vehicle uh, is in the westbound direction. Uh, your drive times moving past this is going to drop to about 20 miles per hour per hour. The good news is heading over our major bridges, things still moving by nicely. It's going to stay the same as you take 270 south. Once you hit our 255-55 interchange, well, you're still problem free. That'll stick around as you head up towards the metro. Back to you. Thank you, Callista Matrician. Happening today, jury selection. It is beginning for Daniel Riley's trial. He's charged with causing a crash in downtown St. Louis last year that ended with volleyball player Janae Edmondson from Tennessee losing both of her legs. And the Power of Two's Chris Ringier is live in downtown St. Louis with a preview of this trial. Chris, good morning to you. Well, John, good morning to both of you. We are just outside of the Carnahan Courthouse this morning. This is where jury selection is set to start in the case in a matter of hours. This trial happening in Division 22 with Judge Michael Noble presiding over this very high-profile case. We can show you some past video of Daniel Riley in court. He's facing five counts, including three assault charges, an armed criminal action charge, and one count of driving without a license. Janae was in St. Louis from Tennessee for a volleyball tournament and was walking with her family when the terrible crash happened on February 18th of last year. Janae was just 17 years old at the time. Authorities say Riley was speeding on St. Charles Street when he failed to yield at the intersection of St. Charles and North 11th Street, hitting another car and a parked vehicle. Janae was pinned between two of the cars. Both of her legs had to be amputated. At the time of the crash, Riley was 21 years old and was out on bond in a pending robbery case despite violating the conditions of his release many times. Judge Noble explaining recently that potential jurors will be required to fill out a questionnaire focusing on their knowledge about this case. Noble saying those questionnaires are designed to help weed out people who may have already made up their minds about Riley's guilt or innocence. Jury selection is expected to continue into Monday with actual testimony likely getting underway next Tuesday, March 5th. Authorities think the travel lasts three days. There will be a camera in the courtroom. For now, live downtown, I'm Chris Renier. Well, the funerals are today for the four children killed in a house fire in Ferguson, February 19th. Nine-year-old twins, Ellie and Ivy six-year-old Jackson and two-year-old Millie died inside their home along with their mother, 39-year-old Bernadine Prusner. Police ruled this a murder-suicide, saying Prusner set the fire.
Visitation and funeral services for all four children are at the crossing in Chesterfield. It starts at 3 this afternoon. The father of Jackson and Millie released this statement saying, The murder of my children has changed my life forever. Me and my family are incredibly grateful for the outpouring of support from the community. Please keep our families, the, children, the kids' uh, classmates, and loved ones in your prayers. By the way, GoFundMe pages uh, to support the family can be found on fox2now.com. Well, an Independence police officer and a Jackson County court employee are shot and killed. The uh, city's police chief says two more officers are recovering after also being shot. The shooting happened while the process server and officers were trying to serve an eviction notice at a home. Police say the suspect started shooting at officers responding to the scene, but was eventually taken into custody. The department has not released the name of the suspect. The court employee shot and killed was Drexel Mack. He was in his 40s and worked for Jackson County for more than a decade. 35-year-old Independence Police Officer Cody Allen was also shot and killed. He leaves behind a wife and two children. A man is dead following a shooting in Jefferson County. It was a uh, domestic situation that happened on Matthews Drive in Fenton around 6 last night. Deputies say when they got there, they heard a single gunshot. They say a man shot and killed a man who was with a woman. The shooter is in custody and cooperating with police. Well, 11 people have died in area house fires in just the past two weeks. According to the U.S. Fire Administration, a total of 44 people died in Missouri house fires last year. Assistant Ferguson Fire Chief Jeremy Corcoran says while this recent spike in fire deaths is abnormal, their advice is still the same. Test your smoke detectors, make sure they work, they're installed properly and have fresh batteries. He says to be careful with candles, space heaters and extension cords.